Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and we're hoping that we are going to marketing, excuse me, we hope that we're going to motivate your marketing efforts, or maybe just your efforts in life, you know, who knows, you tell me, right? All right, so today I want to kick it off with a quote by a very famous man, Paul Ciancarella Jr., yours truly. (laughs) If you want to learn how to live, learn how to love, especially yourself. And quite frankly, I think that's so important because... So many times we go through life and we trug through our days, weeks, months, and years, you know, maybe loving other people and helping other people, but really not nurturing ourselves, not loving ourselves. And it's a travesty, you know what I mean? And it's happening with, with a majority of folks as opposed to the minority of folks. We need to love ourselves. I'm not saying to be conceited and to be arrogant and to be vain, but to to truly, genuinely love ourselves to the point of we we do what we want to do and we move in that direction if we're not. Uh, With that said, our friend Darren Hardy, uh, his Darren Daly email video, he stated what I learned from Oprah, and it says, stand firm in the face of temptation, because these are the moments that define your future, and that'll get brought out in a second, you know, struggling with her diet over the years. You know, Oprah finally turned to um, holy moments. In other words, she looked to the Holy Spirit to, to, to help her, to help her uh, get past um, any challenges that she was facing uh, with her dieting at the time. You know, saying no you get no satisfaction. You really do. Um, but seeking help from the Holy Spirit, it helps you succeed, and it gets you over the, the many humps that we go through. You know, you can't negotiate with temptation. You know how they say you can't negotiate with a terrorist? Well, you can't negotiate with temptation. It won't end well, you know. Um, Count your holy moments of the day. And what I mean by that, if you're struggling uh, with with a diet uh, and eating right and working out, um, you know, turn to the Holy Spirit and have a holy moment to overcome the fact that you're going to put down that, you know, maybe the chocolatey 
granola bar and have some fruit instead. Uh, the, the, the issue, you know, that, that we have is there's holy moments for everything in, in life. You know, our, our families, our spouses, people that we live with, that we love, but we argue with constantly, you know. A holy moment uh, to overcome that would certainly, would certainly help. So, you know, the, the fact that standing firm in the face of temptation is huge because that is exactly what will define your future. Whether you fall to temptation and give in or you confidently overcome temptation and you move forward. So that was a good message uh, from Darren today. I think the, the biggest problem with any a great piece of advice or motivation or spirituality or inspiration is to follow through with it. That's the, that's the crux right there. Uh, insights of the day or insight of the day. Energy is contagious. Surround yourself with those who inspire you to shine through the fog. And, and basically what this is saying is, you know, you want to be successful, you want to be, um, you know, abundant in, in certain things, whether it be financially, relationships, um, laughter. You need to surround yourself by people that are just like that. You know, I'm trying to break it, break into the public speaking arena. You know, that's no different than wanting to be a, you know, comedian, an, an actor, or, or uh, you know, or an entertainer of some sort, for the most part. But if you surround yourself by people that share your thoughts and ambitions, you're going to get there much quicker. You really are. Now, my wife, she does not have any, um, I don't want to say confidence, but she does not have any um, understanding of, of what I'm going through with my online businesses. You know, she just wants to see, you know, uh, a check on the table, not a bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to reverse that. But the, the point that I'm trying to drive home is, you know, she looks at it from a traditional standpoint, you know, go out and get a job and work an eight-hour day and bring home money. That's how you make money, you know, and that's a very good way of doing it. Uh, but there are um, better ways of doing it if you have a passion for it. And that's uh, what I'm, you know, going through this point is to balance my passion with the love I have for my wife and family. And brings me to the, the next great message from Bishop Fulton Sheen. 
think he was prominent in the 50s and 60s. Okay, I was just interrupted by my heating and cooling guys. Uh, they had to try to figure out why I'm not getting heat in the house. And we have the first floor not working, but now the second floor is. So whatever, we'll figure it out and have another appointment with them. It's always something. But anyhow, I believe I was talking about uh, Bishop Fulton Sheen. And God does not love us because we are valuable. You know, we are valuable because God loves us. You know what I mean? And, and I, I hope that is reassuring to many of you. Uh, because all of us, in our own particular ways, are valuable. We all have our strengths. And our strengths are going to be outdone by other people. So what? You know, we need to be in line with what makes us passionate and what drives us. Because that will become our strengths. And we can develop many strengths, and several strengths. And we can develop multiple streams of income, you know, through those strengths. But don't look at it as the top of the mountain saying, how the heck am I going to climb that? You know, look at it as the first step that needs to be taken and the second step. But, you know, we're going to have a plan, and that's the key. Make sure we have a plan in our lives. And that's the, um, that's the key in that, in that respect. Um, and I spoke about the um, energy, but I wanted to talk about Abe Lincoln and Thomas Edison. Their lives, especially their early lives, were ridden with failure. So much that they would be remembered as failures if they gave up on their passion. It was amazing when I uh, went through a um, chart of Abraham Lincoln, so like a time chart. I'm like, oh my goodness, this guy got, you know, figuratively beat up left and right as did Thomas Edison. You know, he's the one that said, I haven't, what was it, 10,000 times? I haven't failed. I just failed 10,000 times. You know, or I haven't failed. I just, I forget what it was, the quote. I'm all, I'm all out of sorts <laughs> right now. But I heard a story, uh, and it, it was a pretty good one, you know, that everyone is broken in, in some way. You know, in other words, we all suffer. We all have pain. We all have um, challenges. You know, we, we all share.
some form of mental illness. You know, whether it's diagnosed or, or, or undiagnosed. You know, we, we, we struggle with unworthiness, doubt, worry. You know, we all share some form of cancer, whether literal or figurative. And what I mean by that is, uh, unfortunately, a lot of us have experienced the illness of cancer firsthand. Others have experienced it with a loved one. But from a figurative standpoint, we've all experienced cancers in our lives. Things that are keeping us from doing what we want to do. You know, and challenges in life are not there to knock us out, but to make us stronger. You have to believe that. It's difficult when you're going through it. But if you're prepared with the fact that you're going to be throwing a lot of curveballs, it's nice to know before the fact, as opposed to getting in the batter's box and telling them you're going to get some curveballs. Because being prepared is half the battle. And the more we fight, the more we win, even if we die in this life. Because we do live in eternity, hopefully with God, as opposed to the absence of God. Uh, Matthew Kelly shared a, a great story today you know it wasn't you know spectacular you know sensationalized you know newsworthy but you know it's a story of this guy named peter and loved to watch football drink beer hang out with his buddies and he saw a commercial about a loving family and you know it got him to thinking about relationships and where his future lies when it comes to relationships with uh, a spouse and children and if that's even in the cards. And there was a day when he had to pick up one of his buddies uh, from the airport. So he went in to pick him up and a lot of flights were uh, uh, arriving and a lot of people were flowing through the airport, and he was focusing on uh, tracking down his friend until he came across this guy that was right, walking right toward him with a big smile on his face and a couple pieces of luggage. And he plopped his luggage right down next to Peter, and he gave this woman a big, wonderful bear hug, which seemed to be his wife, and there were two boys there, which he equated to the fact that it's got to be his, 
his children and he gave them each a big bear hug and asked them where, how they've been. They look great. They're doing well. And, you know, everyone was all excited. Then the baby girl uh, that the mother was holding um, couldn't take her eyes off her dad. And finally he gave her some attention and it really touched Peter to the point that he asked him how long he's been married, which he not normally would do in that situation. And the guy said, uh, we've been together 14 years, we've been married 12 years. And Peter's like, wow, that's great. He's like, I hope to be in that position someday to be in such a loving relationship. And he kind of stopped and looked at Peter and said, let me tell you something. It's not enough to hope. It's a decision. And that was very profound. And Peter was um, very impressed with that. And he then said to the man, so how long have you been gone for? And the guy turned to him and said, a whole two days. And Peter said to himself, wow. Felt dumb, but how did he know, you know? But the love that that guy was given, you would have thought the family hadn't seen him in over a year, for crying out loud. But that's the love that we need to exercise and that we need to decide to give. You know, as I mentioned before about emotions, um, they are more than just emotions. Love is a decision, you know, and uh, it really, it really uh, sat well with me listening to that story being told because I'm like, you know, how often do I just take the love that I have for my wife or my kids for granted? Does it take a serious accident, illness, tragedy to happen for me to act upon my love? So that's, you know, something we can all take away uh, from this. And, and the last quote fits right in very nicely. You know, the happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. Plain and simple. So, next time you have something bad happen to you, think about something good. And have something good in your thoughts in the batter's box so that you're prepared 
when something bad happens, you have something good immediately to think of. Well, that's it for this week, folks. I'm going to take a couple days off, like I'm hoping most of you do as well. Uh, And I'll check in with you on Monday, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.